La 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 lu lu lu, getting lively. I'm gonna feel alive, like I'm in the zone. Mama mia, papa pia, baby's got the diarrhea. Oh, I am alive. Open up your ear holes. Let me come in. I wanna make sweet love to your head holes, baby. Your ear pussies. Ugh, I have awoken. You've just done it. You pushed the button and awoken the kraken from within. Isn't it funny? You have this little device. You search for any sort of distraction, escapism, to take you out of the realm of the terrestrial plane. This strange existence of society and tons of other business that you're undergoing, you have this magic device and you've awoken me like a genie from within. That's what I am. I'm a genie. And I've been awoken. I'm not just, I'm not just a disembodied audio voice coming through to you from your, your headset, your stereos, your, your MacBook, whatever. I'm alive with you right now today. I am the cult machine. It's a, it's a holy sound. That's a sacred sound. Ooh, awaken your Zen within by listening to this diatribe, whatever it is. I'm not going to say the P word. I, it starts with a P and ends with an odd cast because that's not what this is. This is something more. This is something special that we're sharing together, you and me. You, you seeker, you weary seeker, you cosmic citizen, you. It's a beautiful time to be here and now, in the present. Breathe in. Breathe out. Feel your spiritual inner zen. How's your zen doing? You got plenty of microchips, man. Don't let them take your microchips. Oh, you've probably had a, a day. It's been a day for you. I want to talk about you right now. Because most of these sort of dynamic relationships, these correspondence that we have with our, our devices are purely one way. Well, I'm going to open it up today. And it, it, this is the you time. It's you time. <clears throat> Good for you. Good chi coming to you listen to the end of this and your chi levels will be off the freaking charts i'm gonna give you some zen magic right now all alone taking off my shoes like uh, what's his name old uh, papa neighbor uh, mr rogers mr johnson the uh, everyone loves the neighbor the neighborino our primary topic today is the gospel of capitalism the meaning of our life, the reason why we're here, our joie de vivre, our raison d'etre, the thing that constrains and creates our lives, moves us up the ladder and gives us a reason to keep going. It's with you every single step of the way throughout your entire being. And there's no, in no, no way, shape or form is it not something more than, than pure godliness, pure divinity, pure esoteric meaning 
that shines down from you from above. It's just this godly thing, this thing that's etching out your life. It's writing the meaning of your life into it. And it, div- it divines and determines the course of your events and where you're going in life. It, it's, it, it's, it's not something to be taken lightly. And a lot of people fight against it. They fight it and they want to be cool. They want to be hip. It's cool to be anti-capitalist. It's cool. Oh, look, I'm an Antifa. Go to your anti-capitalism rallies. I, oh, I'm reading Marx. I'm reading gender studies. I'm reading yada, yada, yada. It's only a reason for you to show up at a freaking drum circle to try and bang some hippie chick with braided pubes. I'm sorry, but capitalism is God. And deep down inside, I know, even if you detest it, deep down inside, if someone handed you a hundred million dollars, you would turn into Uncle Scrooge and dive into that vat of gold bullion. There's no person on the planet who would turn their back on that kind of lavish lifestyle, that beautiful, sacred cheese, the gold. And it's the determinant factor in your life, in my life, in everybody's freaking life. So get with the program, Wing Han. Get with the program, you freaking Mao Zedong. Stop being a revolutionary and join the cult of money. Money is God. Money is God. Money is God. Money is God. Oh, it's flowing through me. Oh, it's flowing through my veins. I can feel it. Oh, Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> the, the pop pantheon is the gods of capitalism. The creatures that erupt from the capitalist daydreams. The people who sit in their ivory towers, the marketing wizards who come up with ideas like Tony the Tiger, who come up with ideas like Ronald McDonald, these apparitions, these these apparitions from the netherworld, from the realm, another realm. That's where they come in. They summon them. They're summoned in. They, they do a summoning spell. And they, it's called a marketing campaign. And they invoke the names of these, these imminent deities from the nether realm. And bring them into existence to market to children. To market to, just to anybody. To create a face. To be a jinn. To be a deity, a patron deity of said company, what have you. And that's what they are. But I believe that the, and the one true deity of capitalism, the one, the primary, the primarch, are the great anthropos, I like to call it. It's the thing that is the entirety, the, probably like the patron god, the father god, the Zeus of the pop culture pantheon. I don't know if it's always been this guy, but bear with me here, okay? <clears throat> Capitalism is a giant game of monopoly. It's a one cross-continental game of monopoly that we play with our 
entire lives. We, we do it from the day we're born to the day we die. It's pass, go, collect $200, go to jail, pay Fifth Avenue, Avenue, you know, ta- pay your taxes, etc., etc., etc. It's an easy little microcosm to ingest, but at the high mark of this thing that we're all doing, it really is a, a game. It's a, a freaking game. Most people have no idea that they're playing it, for the most part. I don't, I, I don't know. You, you stand oblivious. It's easier to be oblivious to it. It's easier to push it out of sight and mind because you want to repress it. You want to repress the idea that your entire life has just been a game that you've probably been losing. The only real winners here are the multi-cajillionaires, the creme de la creme, the top of the food chain, the Jeff Bezos, the Mark Zuckerbergs, Mark Zucker Jew. And they're the ones who are making... Who You have to turn a blind eye in order to keep maintain any sort of sanity. Well, I embrace it. I embrace the game. And who is the patron god, the one true powerful demiurge of this holy, sacred, wall-to-wall Monopoly game? The Monopoly guy. He's the one. There's no question about it. There's an artist out there named Alec Monopoly, and I think he is a... A servant of our patron deity, the game master, the Monopoly guy. He's the game. He's the game. He's the game master. He he, he plays the game. He's the one who who handles the ordeal. He's the one who understands the ins and outs. He's the one that created it. Who gave us this divine society for which we all can aspire in this grand meritocracy of the capitalist machine. Beautiful. Just utterly beautiful. It's what we are. It's what we do. It is the Acropolis to our pantheon. It is the freaking the holy of holies to our Donald Duck. It is what we do, baby. And it's through and through will be the true and real tell of our age. The thing that history remembers about our time here on this terrestrial realm before we ascend the 13 levels of heaven to attain to the highest hierarchy that there is, the grand poobah, the one thing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's been it's been a day, I'm telling you, a day and a half, a weird week. Just going through the going through the motions like we all do. We're all called to do to fulfill our, our destiny in this in this monotonous way, the like like little hamsters, like little freaking hamsters. There's the one hamster, the one true hamster, who more or less is the hamster at the center of the wheel of samsara. But we're all just we're all little hamsters in our wheels. I was having a uh, talk with a friend recently. It was one of those instances where 
you haven't seen a very good friend. You realize he was a very good friend from high school. But it wasn't just a friendship. It wasn't just one of those kind of friends from high school. It was a this was like a this was a person who I would put in my best friends. I only have best friends. I don't have any just friends at this point in my life. When you become when you get thirty, that part of your life, the ability to to go out there and find friends, it's it, make new friends. It's kind of redundant. You don't want to do it. There's no time to do it. You have to work. And you're, it takes too much energy to form those kind of relationships. It's possible. Don't get me wrong. It's totally possible. But I was I met with my friend. I hadn't seen him for 10 years. And the, the weirdest thing, everything they say, when when you, the amount of time, it's like, it doesn't matter. It didn't, didn't feel like, like the amount of time that we thought it was. I mean, yeah, it's been like five years since I've seen him, but it doesn't matter. It's it, we we were we spent more time together before he went off to to battle, and I caught up with him again. And the funniest thing was is that he lived. He bought a house at my old job before I got fired. And when I got fired, I was I was down in Escondido in San Diego. <clears throat> I used to go on these walks because I wear a Fitbit all the time, and I would always try on my on my breaks to go out there and get in as much walking as I could. Well, lo and behold, the place that I would walk every single day, it was right next to his house. I had no idea that he lived there. The whole time I, I would go, I literally would walk by his house every single day. This person I hadn't seen and hadn't connected with in a decade, ear a decade. And lo and behold, I went over there, and we were having this discussion. It's just it, it's dragging on all, on us. This the hamster wheel fighting in the the great battle of money. You're either a have or a have not. Really, really, it's a drag. Maybe, but it doesn't have to be. It really depends on your outlook on it. There's those who like I'm saying again. There's those who choose to. To put it out of their mind and to just accept it, to be the hamster in the wheel. And then there's those who pull themselves up by their bootstraps and they go out and they get a loan and they they try to truck it out. And there's those who are pessimistic about it. There are those who, and there are those like me, who try to worship it, who try to connect with it, to make peace with it. To meet it face to face, to have a revelation, to have a spiritual awakening within the machine. And it calls to me and it beckons to me. If you try talking to it, try talking to it, speak to it, and it will speak back to you. It can come in many different ways. It could be in the form of losing a job. It can be in the form of getting a job. I tell you, I've lost, lost, lost plenty of jobs in my life. And it's not the worst thing that could happen to you. It's not. Just get over it. It's, it's Sometimes it's the best thing that could happen to you, honestly. Because the kind of jobs that would fire you, usually it, it's a series of events that leads to it. And that means that you weren't meant to it, to do it, at least. A series of consecutive events that were little tiny innuendos from the game master from whoever is controlling this little game 
of capitalism and we're the pieces. We're just the little pieces. It's okay to just accept being little. Even even the big people, the ones who we think are the the top of the ch- of the food chain. They it's 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 the right of kings. They're getting theirs from the higher ups, the the greater thing, the one the, the and that get even gets it from even higher above. There's this gradation of being that that projects out into the vastness of the cosmos and it goes beyond it. Like where is the universe? Where is it? It's got to be. It's, it's positional somewhere. It's the, but the, you never ask that question. It's like where the hell is it? It's somewhere. It's in the left testicle of the Grand Poobah. It is a invention. Is it just a dream? It is here and now with you through your phone, through your smartphone, with me, Rolo. And that's what, that's what it is, baby. What we're doing here, we're, we're, revel, we're reveling, revealing, we're having revelations all day long, all over your face. Revelations to the umph degree. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be to me, almighty Jehoshaphat. What if I just did that? What if my whole, I, I would have no problem doing this weird this weird thing where I just give out, oh, hallelujah, praise, oh, hallelujah, it's the language of the angels, the angelic language, chosen, be the chosen one, don't be one of the hamsters, unless you have to be, maybe you have to be a hamster, because maybe you have to be a worker bee, there's some people that are worker bees, some people that are, are ants, some people that are hamsters, they just want to spin the wheels. There's people that want to be cells. You want to be a cellular organism where you can adapt, where you can multiply your power. What kind of capitalist are you? What kind of capitalist person are you? I want to know. Write in the comments. Let me know. Get, get in touch with me. Flag me down. Write smoke signals to me. Call me. On my cell phone, find out what it is. Just start dialing cell phones till you get me. Just one 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 two one 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 three one 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 four. Do that until you find me, and maybe we will meet. It'll take you your entire life to the umph degree. Down. In the valley, I wrote a checklist of things I was going to talk about. The death of Cleopatra. I don't, I don't really have a set criteria of things I'm going to talk about. I just write down whatever comes to mind. Because I don't have time to formulate things. Wait, man, I'm a working man. I'm not a freaking plaything of the bourgeoisie. I'm a free, free man, a journeyman now. I have, I'm, a, I'm a 1003. I have a 1003. Ugh, the death of Cleopatra. Okay, we're gonna read my read my little list of things to talk about. The death of Cleopatra. She died of a snake overdose. She got an asp, and she was like stroking it. This big long python. She took it out of its of its sack, and she was like petting it, and she was like stroking it, and she was loving it, and Cleopatra. She tried to kiss it. 
She tried to kiss a poisonous snake and it fucking bit her on her vagina lips. And that's what happened to Cleopatra. The most powerful, strong woman. She's a strong woman. The meaning of life in capitalism is to make money. Okay? We're born free and every single where we every every turn we go there's something that's determining our next step. Were you born in Mexico to I don't know in Tijuana to a lower class family that runs the donkey show? What are your chances? I mean okay, Donald Trump, Bill Gates could have both retired with the day they they got their inheritance. Paris Hilton got an inheritance. There's something about inherited wealth inherent within capitalism. And this is just due to the way that I, I believe it. I know it. I know it. Capitalism is feudalism in disguise. The idea of primogeniture, that you leave your wealth and your tutelage, that's a good word for you, a tutelage, to your progeny, the kids, your, fa- your family. It's like when you, a prince inherits the throne of the king. It's nothing more than just patronage. It's your, your patrilineal ties, your relations, your family relations. And that's what we're seeing. It's this rich people leaving shit to their rich, spoiled trust fund kids who just fuck up the world. But... We will, we will hold them to a standard. If we're gonna, if we're gonna have an honorary nobility, we will hold them to a, a noble knighthood. That is my declaration. We won't let them become spoiled, rich trust fund babies with their purses with that to hold their chihuahuas. It'll be a symbolic, ritualized initiate. In order to give them a sense of, of, of be someone, don't be naughty. You're being naughty. You're naughty, little kid. You're naughty. Paris Hilton, no, you're naughty. In a night vision sex tape, you're sucking on that little little man's wang, the Chinaman's wang. <clears throat> and we're all subjects to their beautiful hegemony. That's what I am. I'm the cultural hegemony. And they're hegemonized. They're our culture with Disneyland. These giant portals into the netherworld. That are they entice our imaginations. And get us motivated. And give us what we think is zen. I'd say it's pseudo zen. Pseudo zen power. Where we all have to fight Mein Kampf. We all have a, we all have our own personal mind kampf, right? There's no person who's not had to struggle, who hasn't faced just regular human shit. So the netherworld is a way to escape from the mind kampf. We all have mind kampf. Every single one of us has a mind kampf, right? It means my my fight, my struggle. That's all mind kampf means in German. Kampfen, zu kampfen gehen, Schatzilein. Da werden wir gegen alle diese Bösheit kampfen, die Bösewichte. 
how society will be established. <sighs> but inevitably, alas, as these chiefdoms, these fiefdoms, these lordships grow, as they leave their wealth to their <clears throat> progeny, and that money begins to access to that money is relegated primarily to the landholders, the money holders of the world. The money holders are the ones who move the money around at this point. Once the majority of money, it's, I think it's, it's, we're getting to that point where maybe like there's like 40% of the world's wealth is held by 0.01% of the population. It's getting to the point where the money holders are making the determinations, calling the shots, so that they know they can get away with it. And so society will go uh, a few ways. There will be a, a quelling of populations, but it, before that time comes, before they start making their soiling green, there's going to be a, a movement of the peasantry, the people who, the have-nots, will become more, Chief chiefdoms, I'd say they become more uh, clans. We'll make clans, man. We're gonna have clans, and you could be the bear clan, and you could belong to the Sasquatch clan. I belong to the freaking the Grand Puba clan. <sighs> but a part of that, a part of the indoctrination to that is the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. But mine, I will open up the the floodgates. I want to make it see evil, hear evil, speak evil. But the great houses, I think, at the end of it would be Facebook, Mac, Amazon. But I'm pushing, uh, pushing it, you guys. I'm I'm lighting the candle at two ends here. I haven't had the dick on in a while. I'm kind of. I've been out of it, but I'm back. I'm going to try to make a podcast as often as possible. Love, liberty, life, pursuit of gravy. And we're all cool, man. Are we cool? Come on. Are we cool? Come on. You think I'm cool, right? You think I'm cool? You think I'm cool, man? You think I'm cool? All hail the machine.